Predict, pick, and prevail in your fantasy football leagues with Nick Giacobbe and Nick Cap. From breakouts to busts, superstars to sleepers, these are the guys that will help you achieve fantasy glory. This is the Primetime Fantasy Podcast. Welcome everybody to Season 2, Episode 82 of the Primetime Fantasy Podcast, where we give you our predictions, our picks, with the hopes that we help you prevail throughout the 2023 fantasy football season. I'm your host, Nick Giacobbe. Joining me is Nick Cap. Last time we spoke to you guys was basically right after the NFL playoffs started or maybe right before playoffs have happened. Super Bowl happened. Looked a little fishy at the end there. My 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 bet did not hit, and I was very disappointed. Uh, but the season is officially over. We could actually talk about the offseason and how it's going to affect your fantasy leagues next year, whether it's Dynasty, Redraft, etc. So, Nick, uh, how are we feeling today after the season? And uh, I guess my first question for you is, did you win any money off any of your playoff fantasy leagues? No, no, I did not. I did not. I had the worst, uh, second worst team for one of my fantasy leagues, the one where I was back-to-back champions in. Made all the wrong picks, all the wrong picks. Um, yep. Went with Josh Allen at the 101. That that kind of killed me there. Um, uh, and then the other league I had with over 200 people, um, I was I was the upper middle of the pack. Um, the top, I think, 10 or 20 people got paid out. I was um, somewhere within like 25 and 50. So okay. um, just outside there, but in the upper echelon. But, you know, th- those are the tougher ones. Everybody gets the same field of players. For me, I think I finished fourth or fifth, so I did not win money. I didn't finish in the top two. Not not bad, but <clears throat> you know, made a couple bad picks of mine, so I did not win money either. But that's okay. And I also didn't win money on the Super Bowl because uh, apparently holding can be called at any time, depending on the time or place. So that's just kind of how it goes. Anyway, let's talk about this NFL quarterback carousel. If you see the title of the episode, that's what we'll be talking about today. We got about what do we have ten quarterbacks or so here that are either free agents or rumored to be on the move. We're going to tell you where we think they're going to land and how that could affect um, their fantasy production next season. And I guess the players around them too, since that's something to consider consider quarterbacks are throwing the ball to our wide receivers and tight ends and the running backs also could affect them as well. So it's going to affect everything on the teams that they leave, the teams that they go to, et cetera. So we're going to talk about all those scenarios from all of these quarterbacks. With that said, if this is your first time listening to us, thank you so much. During the season, we do this show about four times a week. This is what we did uh, for this season, and we do a live show on Sundays. During the offseason, we're checking in with you guys just about every other week. We'll do bonus episodes if some big news drops. Like, the, I mean, we're going to talk about them today, but if Aaron Rodgers gets traded tomorrow, I think we got to drop a bonus episode in the next few days to kind of talk about exactly what that means for the fantasy landscape. But anyway... During the offseason, you hear from us about every other week when, you know, when, when redraft season uh, comes to fruition in June, July, we'll do every every week or so. So but you can check in with us on all audio streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, and Anchor. If you're on iTunes or Spotify, please give us a five-star rating and a review. We really do appreciate that. If you'd rather watch and listen to the show, and I believe our preferred destination is our YouTube channel, Primetime Fantasy Podcast. If you're watching this video, make sure you drop a like. If you're not subscribed to the channel, make sure you hit that subscribe button. We hit over 100 followers this season, and we really do appreciate that and appreciate appreciate the support you've been giving us. Keep connecting and interacting with us on social media, Primetime Pod on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, and YouTube is Primetime Fantasy Podcast. So we have a quarterback carousel. Um, and we're going to see exactly where these quarterbacks end up during the offseason. Some big moves, little moves, but uh, let's talk about the big elephant in the room, I, I think, at least. Derek Carr has been officially uh, released by the Raiders. 
he declined every trade possible. So I guess he had a no trade clause in his contract. And you know what? Good for him. Cause now we could actually pick his team and essentially uh, screw the Raiders um, as well by not allowing them to trade for a draft pick. And it's screwing the Raiders, but it's also helping his future team. Cause if he ends up signing with, you know, Nick's New York jets, the jets don't have to trade their number 10 pick. Where are you guys right now? Uh, some, it's not, uh, I think 13, somewhere 13. Around. So they don't, they don't have to trade their first round picks. So honestly, mm-hmm. It's actually smart by Derek Carr, so kudos to him. So first quarterback, we're going to talk about Nick. Uh, first off, tell me where you think he's going to go and I guess why you think he's going to end up uh, in that destination. I think the New Orleans Saints. Um, I, I think that's the one where I see him best fitting. Uh, I know that Champagne's not there anymore, but the last few years um, before this year, it was Drew Brees' show. It was a undersized quarterback, not a great arm and, and a great scheme. Same, the offensive coordinator from there took over as a head coach. Um, I, I think the Saints have all the makings of a very good roster, and I think they are one of those QB away kind of teams. Derek Carr has been in one of the toughest divisions in football, definitely the toughest, uh, at least going into this year, um, from what we predicted. Um, and, and now he has a chance to go to what is the most wide open division in football with the best defense in that, uh, that division. Um, probably the number one offensive line in the division and some of the best weapons outside of uh, the Buccaneers. He'll get Mike Evan, Mike, uh, Michael Thomas, who will hopefully be healthy. He'll get uh, Chris Olave. Kamara might miss some time, but I'm sure that they're going to retool there. So I think Derek Carr, it makes a lot of sense for him to go there. I think he can lock himself into a playoff spot much easier there than he can for the other teams. Yeah, I think the Saints is a good destination for him. I don't know exactly what's going to happen with Kamara's sus- possible suspension, I should say. I don't know, you know, what's going to happen with that, obviously. But Josh Jacobs has been a top five and top ten fantasy back. I think every single season has played with Derek Carr. And I know he hasn't gotten a lot of receptions. It would be a different kind of um, quarterback and receiving duo. But I think Kamara would have an opportunity to flourish. Obviously, the Saints should score more points with Derek Carr than Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, uh, or Andy Dalton. So if they have more points, it's more points and opportunities for Alvin Kamara. Same with rookie Chris Olave, who I believe went over a 1,000 yards this season. I don't know where he finished i'm gonna look on espn real quick as to where he finished in terms of other fantasy wide receivers i think he was right outside the top 20 he's right near dj Moore, which is funny <coughs> 6 8 10 12 14 16 18 20 he's in the t- i think he was 27 my eyes are correct so uh, a solid rookie season but he should have a, a better sophomore season if he did have Derek carr i also believe michael thomas is a free agent i want to say if he's not he's still recovering from Yet another injury, but that would also be another uh, weapon they could potentially target if Derek Carr was to go to the Saints. Um, I'm going to agree with Nick here and think that he does end up at the Saints. However, I do want to give a a sneaky destination here if he was to end up on the Indianapolis Colts. They've always had a really solid offensive line. I know Jonathan Taylor had a bit of a down year last year with some nagging injuries. I believe they have the number three pick, I want to say. So they can always draft a, a quarterback, but if they were to just sign Derek Carr and then pick up somebody else in the draft, whether it's a defensive stud, or maybe they'll trade back for a couple picks. I think the Colts could be a sneaky team if they were to get him. Do I think they're going to get him? No, I don't. Um, but I think it could be kind of sneaky. One other team I'll throw in here because I'm looking at the standings right now. What if the Pittsburgh Steelers went out and got him? I, I know they, I, I don't know how much they like Kenny Pickett. I personally don't like Kenny Pickett and don't think he's the answer. Um, so I think Pickett I, was really solid at the end of the year. I don't. I can't see them bringing Derek Carr in that room. I guess I just think he's such an upgrade over Kenny Pickett. I would rather have Derek Carr than Kenny Pickett. I mean, 
I'd ra- I'd rather not spend the money on Carr. I'd rather use that money on retooling the offensive line. But I I, I agree, Carr is a better quarterback there. I think if I think with Derek Carr and their football team, they make the playoffs. I, I mean, they almost it. made it with Pickett this year. Pickett, if you take out the Mitch Trubisky games, they're um a half, they're a game out. I don't think they win it with Ken, and I don't think they make the playoffs in the they, AFC they with Kenny the Pickett. They were tied for the seven seed. I would bet money that as long as Ken as Kenny Pickett's the starter there, they don't they don't make the playoffs. The they're they're my loaded. sneaky team next year to sneak into the playoffs. They yeah, but yeah, team. but whose playoff spot are they taking? I mean, Miami. assuming. Oh, you're just down on Miami. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I can't, I can't disagree with that, but also, I don't know, I, I don't love it. Okay, um, so now let me ask you this: F- from a fantasy perspective, where would you uh, like him to go? Well, I, I actually, first, yeah, where would you like him to go? Let's start with that. I, I think the Saints really is the team I want to see him on. I, I think you want to see Chris Olave with that breakout, um, like the, the better quarterback, right? Like he had three different, maybe four different starting quarterbacks see the helm this year. Um, given the consistency that Derek Carr has had um, throughout his career. Um, and, and you're going to look at a, ver- a guy that's very fantasy productive. He's probably going to finish in the fourth and fifth round um, this year. If it were Derek Carr, and I would not be surprised if he outperformed that ADP. Okay. I'll agree with that. Up next, Mr. Aaron Rodgers, uh, One of my least favorite athletes on the planet. I have been pretty adamant about that one. He's still hiding in a cave somewhere. I don't know where he is, but he's hibernating with no shower, no electronics, no food. He's just, he's in hibernation mode and he's not out of it yet. So we don't know exactly what he's doing. He's under contract with the Packers for, I think the next three years, but I believe he's going to get traded. That's at least the reports that are coming out everywhere. So where do you think he uh, ends up? I think he's going to be a jet. Um, I didn't want to have this take as a Jets fan and I do not like it in my hopes high, but I think everything's pointing in the right direction for the Jets. The only reason I, I would see Rodgers being opposed is because he would be going to one of the ro- youngest rosters in the NFL with a very young coaching staff. And it seems that Rodgers is more acquainted to the veteran team. Um, but with Nathaniel Hackett signing there, I think it's somebody that Rodgers is familiar with, someone that Rodgers endorsed. Um, so I could easily see Rodgers fitting here more than other teams. I think the only other competition outside of staying in Green Bay would be the Raiders, and I can't see uh, the the Raiders just gave all that draft capital for Devontae Adams. They're going to have to pay Derek Carr now because he's coming because uh, they bought out his contract. Um, I can't see them being willing to pay Aaron Rodgers and give up that draft compensation. Um, I, I think that they probably look for a cheaper or younger option. So if if we're looking at uh teams that he could actually potentially go to, I'm taking all the NFC out because I don't think the Packers are trading within the uh, conference. I don't think he's going to be a Jet. Uh, he doesn't like young receivers, doesn't like new receivers. He's only probably playing another year or two. Rodgers is picking his next team. I think he's got to feel comfortable with the roster, comfortable with the coach. And I, I don't think Robert Sala is a comfortable coach. I could see him getting canned in the next three years. So I don't think um, you know that's an option. Now, the Raiders don't have a, a coach that I like either. I don't think he's sitting there jumping for joy with, with uh, um, Josh McDaniels. So that kind of hurts my uh, – Raiders argument, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the Raiders here just because of Devontae Adams. That's a receiver that helped Aaron Rodgers win two MVPs. I know Rodgers had to throw the ball, but somebody had to catch it, and there's a reason the Packers didn't make the playoffs this year. They did not have a, a player that Aaron Rodgers trusted to catch the ball enough. Um, I know uh, it was Christian Watson had a, a breakout down the stretch, and that's great and all, but 
Rodgers isn't, isn't looking for new faces at this point. He goes to the Raiders and he plays with uh, Devontae Adams. I know they have a couple of free agents, but hypothetically, if they end up, you know, re-signing their guys, he could have an arsenal of uh, Darren Waller, uh, Hunter Renfro, um, you, you know, Devontae Adams. I'm sure Randall Cobb's going to tag along. I'm sure he'll bring one other Packer with him to tag along. Uh, Josh Jacobs is a top three running back in the NFL this year. So, you know, I love a running game as well. Wouldn't have a good defense. So I don't love it. I really don't, but I don't see a, a better option. Um, the Colts, I, I really do like the Colts as a landing spot for quarterbacks, a uh, good offensive line, good running back. Um, Michael Pittman's there um, top draft pick, but again, you know, new players and stuff like that. I, I don't think he really loves. So I'm going to say the Raiders, but I don't, I don't, love the take at all so uh next question is where would you like him to go for your fantasy and and, and this is a fantasy show so nick i want you to back up as to why him going to the jets would either be a positive or a negative because that's what we got to do on this show so if you think he's going to be a jet um is it a positive or a negative and why oh, it's definitely a positive i mean he, the jets had four starting quarterbacks this year um, they had zero consistency. They had no one put well, together. Well, I, w- I would argue they played zero starting games. quarterbacks this year. They played a bunch of third and second stringers. but They, they played four different quarterbacks at the starting. They yes. started four separate yep. quarterbacks. Um, I would, I would, I definitely think that Aaron Rodgers, you put him there with Brees Hall. You put him there with Garrett Wilson. You put him there with Elijah Moore. There's a lot more happiness and a lot more to go around. Garrett Wilson won Offensive Rookie of the Year with that inconsistency. Elijah Moore was in the running um, outside, I mean, outside of the Jamar Chase and Mac Jones last year, he was in the running uh, for Offensive Rookie of the Year. So you have two very young receivers that would greatly benefit from an accurate quarterback, someone with very good timing, and that I think would build a quick rapport with the two of them. He did build a quick rapport with Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson. It took about eight, nine weeks for it to get clicking, and then they connected on, I think, like a six-game winning streak. Uh so I, I think that's a great fit for him. I think all those Jets players, they get a massive bump up. I think any quarterback really coming in there outside of, you know, like Baker Mayfield or Zach Wilson really would be the fit there. Okay. So uh, now where would you like him to land for fantasy? I mean, I don't think there is a better destination for fantasy purposes um, than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's exactly where I was landing to. Like, you put Mike Evans with Chris Godwin. We saw what he did with Jameis Winston. We saw what we did. He, they did with Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers has Jameis's arm and, and you know, not, not necessarily the brain of uh, Tom Brady, but he, he's a lot smarter of a decision maker. I think it's a phenomenal fantasy outcome for those two receivers. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Uh, I'll give you one more just for fun. The Minnesota Vikings would be hilariously fun. Uh, Justin okay. Jefferson's stats are already great. They'd be bigger. I don't know if they're going to cut Adam Thielen, but his stats would be great. TJ Hawkinson's probably would still be solid, but I think he has a lot of chemistry with Kirk Cousins. But I think it'd be hilarious if he ended up a Viking. Hilarious in a good and bad way, but I think that'd be really fun. Lamar Jackson, um, he, he declined a big contract in the offseason last year. Still is in contract negotiations with the Ravens. So, do you think he's a Raven or not? I think he's staying there. I'd so be too. surprised. I, I think he's going to get the fifth year tag. There'll probably be some uh, Lamar holding out a little bit, and then they'll finally agree on a contract before the year starts. That that's how I see it unfolding. Yep. I'd be I, very I, surprised. I agree. If he went on the move. 
I agree. And that's good for Mark Andrews, who did not perform very well without uh, Lamar Jackson. They definitely do need a receiver. They need to draft a receiver, sign a receiver, because um, Rashad Bateman's not going to cut it. And the other guys, I think they had a, a – I can't remember the other one they had. They had a couple really big games. But they're just – the receiving room's not going to cut it right now. Um, J.K. Dobbins looked decent down the stretch, so he'll have more time to um, recover from that ACL tear that you know took Saquon Barkley basically a season and a half to come back from. So. Um, I think that's enough uh, Lamar talk. Don't don't have to touch on him much more. I'm going to go down the list a little bit here, Nick. Um, I'm just going to ask you a, a point blank question. Who is playing quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers next season? I think they're going to keep both on the roster. Um, the reason I say that is because if you asked me who they have to move forward with, it is Brock Purdy. It's very hard to turn away um, from a guy that went on that kind of a winning streak down the stretch and, and, the only real reason that they lost the game or the reason that his agent and him can argue they lost the game was because of an injury. Um, but because of the uncertainty, you have to keep Trey Lance. And if you ask teams who had more trade value right now, it's Brock Purdy. And I'm sure the 49ers would rather keep, uh, would rather roster Purdy than trade him for whatever his value is off of this injury. Yeah. If you ask any 49er player, they're going to give you a laundry list of excuses like Chris Jericho. Um, all the moves that he knows basically like that but uh yeah they i mean not like they lost the game because the eagles had a top five roster really good offense really good defense not why they lost the game but you know anyway love the excuses okay i agree with you that brock purdy's probably going to end up being the starter and they'll keep trey lance who um i don't i just don't love any of the quarterbacks over there for the 49ers i mean from a fancy perspective i think purdy's better for george kittle but he's getting a little bit up there in age and he always has an injury or two. Uh, I think Debo's fine. I think Ayuk's the guy that I would love to see on the move. Uh, McCaffrey's fine no matter what, but that's my analysis of the uh, 49ers situation with their quarterback. So on to Jimmy Garoppolo. Where do you think he ends up? I think the Raiders make a lot of sense here. Um, he goes back into the McDaniel system. He, you know, you're replacing Kittle with Waller, Debo with Devontae, and, and CMC, or that phenomenal running game with Josh Jacobs, who is a top runner. I think it makes all too much sense um, to, to go after him, and maybe they pick up, like, uh, a Zach Wilson or Baker Mayfield and let them just back him up. Like, I think that is the best move for the Raiders, um, given that they're not going to be able to draft. I don't think that they'll draft a quarterback of value. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to make a wonderful New York Jet. Uh, going to Robert Sala, I know he's a defensive coordinator over there at San Francisco, but he's a guy that knows him. And the Jets really just need a quarterback that's not going to mess up. That, that's all they need. And that's what Jimmy Garoppolo did with the 49ers for many years. Didn't make the big play. Didn't mess up. That's all the Jets need. Their defense will keep them in games. Reese Hall, I don't know his injury status. I don't think he's going to be ready for the season, though. I think it's going to take him a couple weeks. So, um I mean, I'll tell you now, he'll be on my avoid list for the entire uh, offseason, not because of his colors or anything like that, but because I saw what Saquon Barkley had to go through to come back from that injury. And I don't, uh, I'd rather bet against that injury than bet on it. So I, I think Brees Hall, if I, if I, if I, if I put a future bet on if Brees Hall is a better 2023 or 2024, I would actually rather take his chances in 2024. But anyway, That's fair. Um, the Jets are a team that just has to control the clock, the offense has to be able to put up enough points to win the game. And I saw many games and especially in the back half of the season where they couldn't even put up 14 points. Couldn't put up 17. Jimmy Garoppolo can get you 17, 20 a game. Um, you know, he made Debo Samuel a top 10 uh, fantasy wide receiver. 
Uh, George Kittle was always great over there. The running backs are always, uh, you know, fantasy relevant when they're on the field and not in crutches. Uh, so with that said, I think Jamie Garoppolo uh, is a good fit for the New York Jets. And I think there's actually a, a really good chance that he becomes uh, a New York Jet. So, I mean, I, I think you already stated where you think his best, fa- uh, you know, fantasy potential would be uh, with the Raiders. Um I don't, I don't have a good option as to where I think, I think he'd fit in fantasy wise. I think the jets are fine. I think he just needs to be on a team. Like I would love to see who Tampa gets, because if Tampa does get any of these other big quarterbacks, I would say Tampa's a good, a good option for. Um, it sounds like they want to roll with Trask in Tampa. Ugh. Which I think is kind of, Ugh, that's, I wouldn't that's, want awful. To that's awful. I, I want to see a quarterback over in Tampa because otherwise things are going to get really, really ugly over there. So that that's another option that I'd say. Yeah. Um, or even the Colts, the Colts mistake, give them a quarterback that just won't make mistakes. and can put up enough points because they didn't have that last year. And, and, and Jimmy G's just like, he's like Carson Wentz, but better. That's, that's what they need. Um, the Colts almost made the playoffs two years ago, but couldn't beat Jacksonville <laughs> because they have like a 15 game losing streak in Jacksonville or something ridiculous like that. Next up, Nick's favorite quarterback of all time, Baker Mayfield. Where does he end up? Uh, because he can't go, uh, I would typically relegate him to the worst team in football or the team that I like the least in football, which is the Cleveland Browns. But, of course, that's not going to happen for obvious reasons. So I'm going to send him to another terrible franchise. I'm going to send him over to the Washington Commanders. Um, I I think it makes far too much sense. I don't think that they're going to land the Derek Carr, Garoppolo, Rodgers, Lamar that that I feel like are the top four this offseason. And and they'll settle for the next guy up because they're going to wind up overpaying him. They're looking to sell their franchise. And Baker Mayfield's got a lot more flash value than any of the other quarterbacks that are going to be on this list. I think the owner, um, who I don't think anybody likes at this point, um, has to make a move like that to kind of keep his team a little bit relevant in a division where all three of those teams made the playoffs outside of them. I think Baker winds up being the guy and they put him in a QB competition with Heineke. I think Baker should be a Texan. I think Baker should start for the Texans for like six games because they're probably going to draft the quarterback. And I, I hate throwing a rookie quarterback into the fire. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I, I think that they should put Baker on the Texans. And if this quarterback outperforms Baker in OTAs and in preseason, sure, give him a shot. But I think Baker starting like six games for the Texans would be a wonderful idea. And he, yeah, I think it's a great idea. Um, I have no place where I want Baker because I don't think he's fantasy relevant. I don't think he makes any team around him better. Um, and I don't think the Texans are a team I'm targeting at all in fantasy. So he could go to the Texans. Um, I think if there were a team I would want him to go to for fantasy, it would be the Arizona Cardinals because I want them to, because Kyler, it sounds like he's going to be out for the first eight to 10 weeks of the season. They need somebody with a bigger arm. that could keep them afloat and keep guys like Marquise Hollywood Brown relevant and Zach Ertz relevant. De- DeAndre Hopkins might just get out of town at that point hopkins is gonna leave he's gonna leave he's gonna be a patriot he's gonna go play for belichick what he's always wanted to do well i was i was was gonna say early on that i think Derek Carr is a sneaky player to end up on the patriots i i think that's a reasonable take i think garoppolo is another guy that you could see fitting there give give the veteran yeah i could see that competition there yeah okay uh next quarterback sam darnold where do you think he ends up he could be a jet this year he could be a nice reunion. Yes, yeah. he can. That could be a nice I, reunion. I refuse. He feels more like a Texans quarterback, but I think he stays right. But I think well, he's he's a he's a commander to me. I think he'd be a great commander. Oh, uh, so he's just going to go on the endless cycle of, of horrendous quarterback play? Yeah, he's got like uh he's got like a uh, a Ryan Fitzpatrick career path, but not as effective. Okay, I could I could I could totally see that. He's um, a guy. He's a guy that when when he when he uh. 
when a quarterback gets hurt and then he just, you know, waddles out out there coming in as a second string. Like, oh, that's Sam Darnold. I know that guy. He's been on a couple teams. Or, or it's like, wait, Sam Darnold's on this team now? That's that's the type of guy that he's going to be. The other place I could see him winding up is the Atlanta Falcons. Um, they're, they're, go- they're losing Mariota. I think Mariota's going to wind up backing up Lamar. Um, I think it's the only thing that makes sense for him uh, at this point. Well, why would the Ravens lose Pro Bowl or Tyler Huntley? Well, I think Huntley's going to request a trade. I th- I wouldn't be surprised if someone took a shot on him as the starter, like the Cardinals who who need someone for sure. ten weeks, you know, like sure. the, or the Texans if they don't want to if they don't want to roll the rookie right out. Um, so I, I think Darnold to Atlanta or staying put makes sense. Typically, quarterbacks like this, you'll see a move in division, um, compete for a starting spot with uh. Who do they have? Desmond Ritter, I think. Yep. Um, I, I think that's the only thing that really makes sense for a guy like that. Next up, we have uh, Geno Smith. I think he is staying put. Uh, he made uh, two receivers land in the top 16 uh, last year, and I think uh, I think they'll be just okay with Geno Smith. I don't think that there is a team that is willing to pay more money than the Seahawks would for Geno. So I, I think he stays put. It's not what I want to see. I would love to see... Uh, a different quarterback over in Seattle, but you know. oh yeah, which one? Uh, I would love to see Zach Wilson as the start of the Seattle. Ugh, why? Just to see me miserable? Yeah, after all the slander that we've heard about you with the Jets this year and Zach Wilson, I, d- I just want to see him as your quarterback. I didn't slander the Jets this year. No, never. No, I spoke the truth about the Jets. Okay, I, I admitted. I admitted when I was wrong. Jets. I admitted when I was wrong, but my takes about the Jets didn't come from a. Uh, uh, a, a crazy like line of thought here. Okay, that's fine. None, none of my takes were crazy. I didn't think any of your takes were too ludicrous. They were not too ludicrous, and I, I, I did say they proved me wrong, and then they just they they fell apart. And then they proved you right. <laughs> they they did well. The defense was great. The defense was awesome. It was the number uh, one defense in football all year. But 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 yes, the uh, um, the offense was the Jets' offense that I've seen for my entire lifetime, basically. Um, okay. okay. Uh. Yes, Gino will stay a Seahawk, and that offense should be, you know, not spectacular, but they'll be they'll be fantasy relevant again next year, and it should be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, Zach Wilson's on this list, and um, if he's quarterbacking for any football team next year as the starter, I don't want that fantasy player, uh, anybody on that team on my roster. Um, I think Zach Wilson, if he lined up 32 quarterbacks in the NFL, I wouldn't have him in the 32. I'm not sure where I'd have him. I'd have to look at some of those backups, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know where he'd land, but I certainly like um, the Eagles backup was Gardner Minshew. I think I'd rather have Gardner Minshew than Zach Wilson. I think I'd rather take a shot at uh, Jordan Love than Zach Wilson. I think I'd take any San Francisco 49ers quarterback. Uh, I mean, I could keep it going, but I, I certainly just, I, I don't want any, like, I, I don't care. He could have Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, and like Devontae Adams as his receivers, and I still wouldn't draft any of the three. So the only things that made sense for me for Zach was backing up Aaron Rodgers Cause that's a veteran that he's always said he has respect for. He would love to learn from yada, yada, yada. So staying put with the jets, if, and accepting it humbly being behind Rodgers for a year or two and then reassessing. Um, but I think the thing that makes the most sense for him is finding a way over to the LA Rams, go back up Matthew Stafford, um, Stafford has this nagging neck injury, um, and it sounds like he's playing this year and not planning on retiring. But if it becomes an issue early on in the year where he takes a big hit, Zach, that's his only shot to really, I think, get a starting role outside of being one of those Panthers transition quarterbacks again. So I, I don't think that he really has a role outside of backing up Stafford or, or Rogers. 
And lastly, we have uh, Jameis Winston, who was robbed this season of uh, breaking records due to his uh, back injury. So hopefully he's good going into the season. But for me, I think he could end up on like the Falcons, maybe the Cardinals. I don't really have a strong take here. I don't, I don't know exactly where he's going to end up. He could be a Texan, but I think he's going to end up on like one of these teams. He's just going to sling it around. I actually think the commanders would be a lot of fun because he could just sling it to Terry the whole time. Who's basically like Mike Evans. Um, and Jahan Dotson's pretty, pretty nice too. I mean, that, that's like a, that's like a, you know, kind of like what he had with Evans and Godwin. I, I like the commanders think that'd be a lot of fun. I know I said Darnold for there too, but I, I just think, I think guys like Darnold, Winston, Baker, I think just, it's wherever they end up on any of these teams. I, I could rattle out the teams I believe they'll go to. I think that I, I like your idea for the commanders, but there's only one thing I like more than him flinging it up to McLaurin, who's like Evans, and and that's him returning to Tampa and actually oh flinging it right up to Evans. Look, all those players love Jameis. They all have a lot of respect for him. It's a new coaching regime that's in there outside of uh, – uh, oh, no, I think he was still there. The – What's his head for that? Bruce Arians? No, no, no. Ari- Arians isn't the coach. Um, the defense uh, Jets coach. What's um, his name? Uh, Todd Bowles. There you go. Bowles. Bowles is the only one that's the same from over there. I wouldn't be surprised if they brought him back. I mean, those receivers, they had so much love and respect for him and Godwin and Evans. Like, if you're losing Tom Brady and Kyle Trask is not the guy you want to roll with and you don't, they do not have the financial ability to afford any of these other quarterbacks. Jameis Winston's going to get bought out by the Saints, and I would love for him to go right back home to Tampa. Okay, that's pretty solid. Alrighty, guys, that was our show. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed it, and we'll see exactly uh, which predictions were right on the carousel and which we are wrong with, and we'll see where the offseason goes from here. Um, if you enjoyed this show and you're listening on YouTube, make sure to hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that. Let your friends know. Uh, tell them to like the channel, subscribe it, and to make sure we help grow the, uh, the Primetime Fantasy Podcast. If you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, please give us a five-star rating and a re- review if you haven't done so already. Please keep connecting with us on social media, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Primetime FF Pod, then Facebook and YouTube is Primetime Fantasy Podcast. Thank you guys again for listening. Hopefully you, hopefully you enjoy the start of the NFL offseason, and we'll talk to you guys very soon.